Hello and welcome to the Inspired Equity podcast. My name is Richard Putherer and I am the founder of Inspired Equity, the London-based investment business that specialises in property acquisition and development. On this show, we'll discuss all aspects of successful property investing, covering everything from simple buy-to-let properties to multi-million pound developments. In this special five-part episode, I am delighted to share with you some recent Facebook Live recordings I co-hosted with my good friend and fellow international property investor, Peter Liam. In this fourth part of the episode, we're talking about building relationships and growing your network. Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning, depending on where you are in the world. My name is Richard Putherer, and I am delighted to be co-hosting this Facebook Live event with my good friend, who's an entrepreneur, who's a real estate rock star, Peter Leung in Hong Kong. Peter and I, a few weeks ago, said, you know what, it would be wonderful to do some Facebook Live events. They are completely unscripted, and we just two guys that do a bit of real estate internationally and we wanted to share our experiences and thoughts um, out there with um, uh, with the public. So far we have covered topics uh, including how we got into real estate, raising capital, our biggest wins and biggest losses in real estate and today we're going to be talking about building strong relationships and expanding your network. Peter, great to see you buddy, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, Richard. It is amazing to be here with you. It is very cool. And we get to share this moment where we get to talk all things property. And I and I look forward to this time every time this week. So we get to, to hang out. And now, uh, you know, this, this, the, the time that we have is so short. 40 minutes goes by just like that. So, you know, it's, it's great to be joining you here. And we're like, you know, I've noticed there's so much going on all over the world. Um, and, and this is one of those times that you and I get to bounce ideas off each other and I get to learn something as well as, uh, you know, vice versa. So it is very, very good for us to uh, be sharing this moment. It really means a lot to me. So it's, uh, it's, very, it's very cool. And today we're talking about relationship. What better way than to do that? So, you know, that's it's, where you and I have started. So it, it, it indeed. And um. Peter, it might be a, a basic question, but I'm going to start off. Um, how important are building relationships in real estate, uh, um, from your opinion? So I absolutely think it's very, very important. It's phenomenally important in whether it's real estate or not, actually, to be fair. And it, it, it's, it goes even beyond businesses. I think in order for um, us to work with people, and in whether it's in business or real estate or any other other else, it's the team around you. So building those relationships are absolutely the foundation to everything. It is not even in doubt whether this is something that you can or cannot have as part of your business. I think it's absolutely detrimental, top priority in terms of building a business, doing real estate, or getting to know people. And that's how you and I have met, right? Is because of the time, the time that we've taken to get to know each other, to build that relationship. Um, that, that's how all this, I mean, even this Facebook Live has come, come to reality. But how, how has this shape or how has relationship shaped Richard Puther? 
it, it's it's been the backbone to, to our business, um, Peter. You know, on uh, the the event a couple of weeks ago, we we touched on this in in, in a little uh, form because we were talking about raising capital, and um, the, the thing about raising capital is all based on relationships. Um, but in, in relationships, for me, that as I say, it's the backbone of our business. I love connecting with people, and I'm a prolific networker now. Uh, you're also very aware that I, I run a very successful uh, international business networking club. We're not here to talk, talk about that, but that's how important, that really underpins how important I see relationships uh, in, in real estate. Now, um, yeah. I, I do business with so many people that I have met through the forums that you can. And even since COVID, uh, interestingly, I'm doing business with people that I've not actually met face-to-face with yet um, but by ensuring that I'm still networking prolifically building relationships adding value and that really is the key and that's sort of something I'm going to come back to uh, um, it, I've started new business relationships uh, um, working with new investors or actually doing business with with other people through online networking that's how important um, networking building relationships is Absolutely. I, I can't agree with you more because I think today now we don't get to shake everybody's hand. I think that as a matter of fact, COVID changed that part of it probably more than more than other things. Right. Because before you can catch a coffee, you're sitting kneecap to kneecap. You're able to really just sort of, you know, have have undivided attention for one person or getting to meet them and actually you know have a sense of how they are as a person. But now we're doing all of this virtually online. Right, which is which is why you and I get to connect all the time, right? And and yeah. for for all the whether it's investors or whether it's going to be people that we deal with on property builders, everything else, everything is now virtual, and and building relationships I think are even more important because that if if you don't have that foundation built out right, things can you you that sometimes going with that gut too of how people are is very very important. So I mean, do you? How, how do you, I mean, how do you, let, let's, let's do it this way. Let, let's go back and forth and, and, and you share something. And I'd love to hear from you. Like, how do you build those relationships? Let's start with that. And, and we'll go back, we'll go AB and we'll go, we'll go, we'll go back and forth as to sharing the things that, you know, we, you know, we do um, in terms of building relationships and building networks. So why don't, why don't we start with you? How, how do you, Richard, build these relationships with times of COVID or otherwise, but how do you do it? The, it's, it's a great question uh, and uh, one I'm glad you've asked because uh, the thing about meeting new people is that I see the common mistake people fall into is that may make an immediate assumption. Can this help person help me now or yeah. not? And they'll disregard that person or try and then secure a deal relationship with that person immediately. And, you know, it's really interesting so many of my strongest relationships are with people that when I originally met them, I thought there might not be any business synergies with, or I, my initial impression was completely wrong. And um, some of my major investors uh, in Inspired are people that I've met and I might not have uh, originally thought that they were um, the type of person that would be a major investor. So, uh, so the, my in, initial answer that question is that um, assume nothing about anyone treat everyone as a, uh, an equal human being and uh, just get to know them uh, it's it's amazing what happens when you spend time with people and just just a cool human being that's a good one 
That's a very well, good one. Same question back to you. Um, I think giving people your time and giving them an objective opinion, right? I think this is something that's very important. Not having that bias, not having that, hey, you know, what's the intention? I think sometimes we have a lot of intention or a lot of people have intention, like, like, like you've sort of what you brought up, but a lot of people are expecting, right? So instead, really just give your time. And that's one thing, paying it forward. I think this is, this is the part I want to get to is really, you know, there's a lot of people getting into property. There's a lot of people doing business, whether they are in property, not in property. I think a lot of times where we're working with people, whether uh, from an investor or whether from a builder or whether from somebody who's sending us leads, is really just, hey, we can give a little bit of our time to help each other out. And whether they're looking for an opinion or a suggestion or just needing a little bit of advice, there's nothing more important than to go, you know what, you matter to me. I'm happy to give you a little bit you know, my time so we can talk this through or, or, or you can run this by me or however I can help. And I think this is something that, you know, my mentor has done for me is because, you know, that, that strengthens a lot of relationship because we don't know what can happen. But at the very, very minimum, people know that you care and that, care, that level of care in terms of doing business, you can't do business unless you care. And, and that is the foundation for me, or at least one of the foundations as to how we build relationship, working with investors or working with anybody for that matter, starts with a foundation of care. So back to you. Really good points, Peter. And I think, again, the common mistake people make is that they, uh, they'll try and force things to happen very quickly. Great example. Uh, I had a meeting this week with a gentleman. I've, um, I've been following him for over a year now initial contact to point of meeting one year and one day and it was that constant contact that perseverance adding value um, to the relationship and just showing that um, I wasn't just trying to be transactional with um, yes. uh, with this guy uh, meeting I had was exceptional and uh, it just really goes to show that you just can't make quick wins and just try and force a point you know, when we were talking about raising capital a um, couple of weeks back, I used the example of when I first met Nina. And I, you know, I, 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 if I'd walked up to her and said, hi, my name's Richard. I'm looking for a wife. She would have, without question, just run a mile. And it's the same with people that you, um, that you meet through business. It's really important. You get to know them, understand them, find out what you know, their interests are, and then just just maintain that relationship i quite frequently i'll see a news article and it reminds me of someone and i'll just send them a whatsapp or an email and go hey i've read this article i thought of you i think it would be interesting to you and so you're not yes. trying to push sales upon them um you're just not being in their face it's just a real soft um a, approach to you know I, I actually i'm connected with you i'm not trying to force this relationship into a certain um uh, into a certain direction and it just I find it just pays dividends. And now I know why I get these occasional articles from Richard Puther going, hey, Peter, this might be of interest. See? You know, I've just ruined hey, my, my I, I've spilled my tactics. Like, no, no, but this is, but I, I, and, and, and that brings up to what I would say is just be authentic, right? And, and, and everything we're talking about is fully, like we say, unscripted, but it's also the authenticity of who we are right? You don't, you're not sharing, you're not sharing this out of going, Hey, you know, this is how I build relationships to be artificial. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about building relationships that last and character takes time 
um, you know, to to come across. Otherwise, it's just a very quick introduction. Is not going is is not. It's just painting a very small part of the picture. It's like a picture, not the video, right? And so for us, what's really important is just to be that authenticity that we can carry with ourselves because we only have one brand, and that brand is who's who we are. So being authentic in terms of you know generally that caring is very very important because without that, you're not going to get your your character your your character is not going to come through. And people want to deal with Richard. People want to deal with Peter. For the sake that they are who they are, so that authenticity is going to come across time and time again. Where we're consistent, I think that's where it also also leads into. And so when you care, you know, put the care. You you send those articles like you do, or things that matter to them. Then it's it's yeah, I remember you because of this conversation of this thing that you talked about and really reminds me of of, of you. And and because of that, an article or something that applies to the Hong Kong real estate or Canadian real estate or sometimes. You know, sending you know little bits of things that involve your investors or perhaps even your partners, I think are really really important because then it goes to show that we we care and we're authentic to who we are. So you know that that's that's my tip there. Uh, be I, truly authentic. I I completely agree. Um, being genuine, authentic, a just a wonderful good human being, treating people like you wish to be treated just is um it, it it goes so so far now the, the the other thing that i i always um uh, suggest to people is that um the 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 person that you might necessarily want to meet for business or uh, um for investment or uh, um, you know you're you're looking for a, a new partner or whatever um that person that you're looking for doesn't go around with a badge on their chest or a sign on their head saying, you know, I've got 20 million to, to invest or I'm looking for a business partner in this sector. Um, mm -hmm. And you generally find that the more successful the people, the more humble and a little bit um, uh, closed that they are. And um, I, yeah, there's a great story about, uh, um, a gentleman by the name of Chris Brown, his co-founder of the global fashion brand, Ted Baker. And he came to, to one of our events in, um, in London and he was networking with everybody. And I, I said to uh, our members the following month, I said, who met this guy, Chris Brown? A load of people said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you actually find out what it, he did? And no one knew specifically what he did. I said, well, he co-founded Ted Baker. And that sort of look of realization. And, I, and the reason I did that was as a, a good example that, he was not going to put a name badge on saying this is because then people are going to try and connect with him for the wrong reasons. And so, it's, it's, you know, you can be talking to the person that could make a significant difference to your life, your business. You know, uh, we, we know JT say you can meet that one person, find that one deal, or that one opportunity to change your life and your business forever. And uh, it's so true, but they could be standing right in front of you and you might not know. Right. That's absolutely. And I wanted to meet, uh, Chris Brown for that reason as well to get to understand his story right and and that was when you had your network invited him as a guest so that was uh I wish I could be in London man uh tell you I kid you not you're welcome so, anytime. thank you so another thing is um asking questions that I find are very very critical to building a relationship so what matters to people what are their values how are they as people what do they like? What don't they like? And genuinely um, getting to know them, right? Not, uh, not superficially, 
but also what 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 drives them. Like I, I would want to know what drives Richard. I want to know what drives Chris. I would want to drive. I want to want to know what is the motivation behind you know why people do what they do or how their their work ethic is. And so a lot of times I, I do I'll ask a lot of questions. I know you do in terms of working with people, building that relationship. What matters to people? So. You know, I'd ask questions like, you know, well, why why work so hard? I mean, actually, before we did this, we uh, you know, before we went live here today, a few minutes before, I was like, hey, you know, Richard, why do you do what you do? Um, I asked a lot of successful entrepreneurs, well, what drives them? What is their um, reason for doing what they do, or what type of legacy, or how do they do it? And really, getting to everybody's got somebody to, something to offer. Um, sometimes, of course, people come to us for real estate questions or inquiries or advice or coaching or mentoring or whether it's just deals or investment altogether. But I think everybody, and I know this as a fact, every person has something to offer. So always having that, those questions, finding out what's important to them, finding out what's, uh, what makes them tick, finding out what, um, what, you know, keeps them up. What, what are they really scared of? What are their, you know, what, what they can't tolerate. And that we work with that from all investors. Like what aren't things that you're really comfortable with? What really is like, Hey, I, I don't, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to, I, I can't go to sleep because of those things. And that's also very important as much as it is important to find out what makes them drive forward, right? What makes them want to do a deal, but also at the same time, what really scares them? What puts them at uncomfort zone? And I think finding those things out and getting to know people genuinely, their family, getting to know who they are is very, very important in terms of building a relationship and a network. It's so true, Peter. Do you know, one of the things that I've uh, really learned more about in the last few years is um, the, the harmony between people. You know, I, I, earlier in my career, I, you know, if I try and do business with anyone because, that, you know, if, if they could be a potential client, I felt I should do business with them. But um, the term sympathetic energetics, one that Hugh Hilton um, used for me um, when, when I was asking him a similar question. And it's, you know, he finished off the, the, the talk with me basically saying, quite simply i just don't do business with people i don't like because you try and force through with positivity and um so i think the quicker you understand that the more uh, harmonious your business is going to be the business relationships are but the stronger you can actually grow relationships because you understand that there, there's uh, whatever the deal sometimes if if the relationship isn't going to work there's no point pushing that relationship um so it's finding the um the the right people I, i've maintained for for many years, networking isn't about meeting people, it's about meeting the right people. And there's such a big difference when um, when you put it into that context. Right. Um, that's, that's very interesting. So, um, but I, I want to I bring this one, which I think is very important in terms of building relationship. And I know you and I both live by this. Honesty when it's not convenient. Yeah, it's, yeah. Honesty when it's not convenient. I think that uh, we all, and in, in business, and I think you and I can both agree on this for sure, you know, with, with real estate or otherwise, there's always up and downs. There's always challenges on the 11th hour of the 59th minute when things go seemingly go, you know, bonkers, right? And I think, you know, whether it's our partners 
or just being, again, relating to everything, uh, the authenticity and everything else, the honesty when, when things aren't going well, when things are challenged and reaching out to other people and letting people know that you, we're just human, right? We are human ourselves. We do, you know, the checklist of everything that we do to make sure that we've done all our due diligence and all our work and everything that we do. But there are still things that, you know, go wrong or things that uh, didn't go as we planned or, you know, like obviously COVID and, and a lot of people, um, you know, do ask, hey, you know, how's this change your real estate uh, business in, in times of COVID or my other business in times of COVID? And I would actually, you know, I, I would say this, just have that authenticity to share that honestly. You know, this is how it's changed. This is how it's impacted. You know, this is how you've pivoted. And I think a lot of people are wanting that instead of, you know, how are things? Great. Things are going amazing. And, and, and that's it. There's no a lot of substance. So a lot of times it's, of course, if it's just general, you know, chat, that's one thing. But if people ask you those questions in really giving that insight or really sharing, you know, from the bottom of your heart, what is going on or your investors go, and I know you and I have that, you know, you know the amount of investors that we have in deals or work that we do, you know, how are things? So how do we tell them, hey, you know, how has COVID changed this? And giving our absolute integrity to our brand and having that honesty, if things don't go right, letting them know how it hasn't gone right and how the challenges have been and how you've been able to resolve those challenges. Uh, I mean, we can't solve everything, but, you know, but, but keeping people in the dark of anything does not help. When there is challenges and people dig their, their head in the ground and just go disappearing or, you know, go missing or don't talk about anything and it's all fluff, that, that relationship is built on quicksand. It doesn't go very far. So um, that honesty when it's not convenient to me is, is because people are going to test you when times are tough, not when times are easy. Peter, you've just hit the, the nail on the head there. Uh, it's an exceptional point. You know, um, bad news isn't like wine. It does not get better with age. Uh, and you need to communicate effectively. And you mentioned in COVID, really, um, really solid point, actually. You know, the first two weeks of lockdown, I spent the entire time on the phone with investors, staff members, clients, uh, um, our lenders. Uh, and, you know, I say, these are the things we're doing. And in many cases, I had no updates. But I said, these are the risks that are um, we've analysed, and this is how we're going to get around those. And we'll continue to update you. I was active. We were due to exit to um, quite large chunks of development finance uh, within five weeks of the lockdown. And we were having to shut down some sites. Sales could have stalled. And I just made sure that every single moment I could give an update to our lenders and to everyone else in that party, my lawyers, making sure the sales were progressing. I was even speaking to the, the lawyers and the uh, finances of the people acquiring the, the finished product and just saying, Hey, look, this is this is what we're doing. This is how we're going to make it happen. And do you know what? Yeah. I, I, those both those lenders said, do you, if um, if you aren't able to exit as planned, we will actually um, be able to roll you on. This is a global circumstance, and you've done absolutely everything you could. Um, the fact is, we exited them all on time as we expected, um, but we over communicated, and every yeah. single person in, um, in in the chain was grateful for that. Um, it was important for us to say, these are the risks that we're analysing. Does, does it make me comfortable? I think, one, I've got a big task in front front of um, of me. And also, it's not particularly nice saying, hey, look, we could have a problem, but it was the absolute right thing to do. And so, yeah, you, a really, really good point. 
and just throughout um, anything you do in business, um, communicate effectively, maintain those relationships. Uh, people would prefer to know. Yes. So I think, uh, you know, this is, this is, it's, it's so true because, and, and you used over communicate. I don't think you can over communicate. Uh, you know, I, I want to pick up on that because there's so much in terms of us doing business. People want to be in the know, especially when you're, you're at the time of closing, you know, we've done a lot of deals where, um, you know, you're, you're, you're literally right at the very end, right. Towards closing, right. Towards completing the deal, getting the transaction through, and when people don't know what's going on, that provides the anxiety and, 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 and the challenges trickle in. So Richard, I think this is the part where we, uh, we want to make sure people understand us and know what is going on, constantly being updated, constantly being understanding of the situation. And that's how our brand gets built, right? That's how we build a brand. I mean, the brand is not just a logo that you stick on the wall. It's not the, you know, here's our tagline, you know, here's our vision, here's our line. No, it, our, our brand is built every day as we do what we do, right? And so I think having that, you know, that, that ability for us to pivot where in times of challenge or in times of growth that we share that news and we share, you know, the excitements as well as the challenges. And not only yeah. with challenges, but it brings back to, you know, being positive and negative as well. So people also don't want to talk with people who are negative, right? So there's a difference between honest and having that integrity and being transparent than negative though, right? So I want to bring that as the next point is, you know, there, there's people sometimes you, you talk to them and it's only, I mean, there are people, unfortunately, that are doom and gloom. You can't, it's very hard to build those relationships because you're like, wow, I mean, actually having that talk doesn't really enlighten people doesn't push people up doesn't make people feel good right um you're going to break a lot of those relationships so constantly staying in contact and, and and being positive not necessarily just sharing whatever right or or negative but at the same time you're adding value adding value being positive in terms of hey you know this is how i can add can i add something to you is there anything i could do for you right is there anything that you need or is there any resources that i could help you with i think that that the, the positive tone to building a relationship is very important because nobody likes pe to work with people who are all constant like yeah you know like i'll, I'll share this really quickly so i i do talk to um i i, I used to have a a lawyer on a particular case uh, I used them for several years and every time, and, and I remember this very vividly, every time I call, I'd be like, how are you doing? And they're like, ah, it's okay. Right. I, I really remember that. Cause it's like, you know, like it, it's, it's, uh, it, it, can we have an upbeat tone? And eventually I actually told this lawyer, I said, you know, it doesn't hurt that you actually, you know, be a little bit more positive. I mean, we aren't really doing business anymore. And I, I say that transparently, but, at that time, it was like, it really sticks in your mind it, it versus somebody who's like, yeah, I'm really having a good day. I mean, things are going really well. Um, it, it's, it's just the mentality of everything. I love working with positive people versus negative people. And I think that a lot of people in success or wanting to find that success are equally wanting the same thing, working with positivity. Absolutely. Uh, you, I, brilliant. And well said. So, how do you go out and find new relationships, Peter? Where do you meet people? How do you connect with um, new business acquaintances? And then when you do, how do you introduce yourself 
to them? How do you, how do you become rememberable? Well, I think this is the, the, the first thing is I think there's a change in pre-COVID and post-COVID, right? And this is something that I think is very different. So people having networks, I mean, I, I, I meet, we all meet people from all sorts of walk of life, right? And I've, like I said this in the, on our previous uh, chats, you know, we are who we are, right? We don't change from person to person. Who we meet depends on who I meet. No, I mean, we're congruent as one person. I mean, we may have multiple faucets of, of businesses, et cetera. But at the same time, we're congruent. So, you know, I'm meeting people from meetup, right, which is which is one way through through sports, right, through, um, you know, business ventures. I'm, you know, heavily interested in the economy and, and stocks and equities and bonds and derivatives and private equity, angel investment, hard money lending. So I, you know, I'm, I'm in multiple faucets when it comes to groups that have interest in those arenas. So that's how you get to know other people outside of the real estate. And of course, the real estate groups that are here in Hong Kong or even in Canada that I'm participant of, of course, you know, we have the JT network and there's so many people that you can reach out to. There's so much resources all around us, but it's also just reaching out, building that relationship. So, you know, a lot of my um, investors, like you pointed out, didn't come from, hey, I, I have a deal. Would you like to be investing in real estate? Right. Um, a lot of people in Asia obviously are very much into real estate. But I mean, I don't I certainly do not start with that. I just want to get to know them. I want to go, hey, you know, what do you do? Right. What do you enjoy? How is it? You know, like, hey, what, what do you invest in? Sometimes we talk about that. But, you know, how I'm also remembered is, is as I'm, you know, I do global real estate. So uh, mostly in commercial, I deal with AAA tenants as well as uh, big box stores that, uh, you know, I want to build a legacy in terms of passive income. And that's that's what I do. Right. I build a legacy in, in through property and I create seven figure income through real estate. So a lot of people want to find out a little just a little bit. And it's really just a glimpse, a corner of what I do, but it can be rememberable. But how do you introduce? I mean, I, you've got so many networks, right? With IMN, um, you know, as a plug um, that Richard, you run, of course, one of the most successful real estate networking clubs, not even real estate, but just successful in, in, yeah. in, in, in London. So you meet a lot of people. How is it that you're expanding? I mean, aside from that, obviously you, you've done very successful at it. How else do you build outside of that network? in terms of building the Richard Puther brand and, and, and the network and the reach? Yeah, I, yeah, I, Nina and I do, do, do run IMN. It's, it's a wonderful uh, club that I never even thought I would end up running a networking club, but it's, uh, it's just such a cool thing. But I, I still network prolifically elsewhere because I want to make sure that I've got a, a, a far reach. I love going to real estate uh, um, networking events, but I also I'm really focused just on business networking um, uh, events in, in general. Um, in terms of getting yourself known, I am a great believer that it's all about getting to the front of the room. So if you're at a physical networking event, let's say you've got a thousand people there and you're just one of a thousand that you might meet 10, 20 people. As soon as you get to the front of the room, Everyone, those thousand people, all of a sudden know exactly who you are, what you do, what you're looking for. And then you That's become more point. interesting immediately and people will come up to you and introduce themselves. So that for me is, you know, it's, it's rule 101. Get to the front of the room. Yeah. Whenever there's an opportunity to speak publicly, get to the front of the room, talk to a group of people, do that. 
talk to people about what it is you do. Don't try and sell the room. That's generally a bad yeah, ploy. Yeah. But uh, just talk about um, what you do with enthusiasm and uh, and why you do what you do. That's rule number one. Have something compelling to talk about. You know, when I was transitioning from my career, I'd been uh, I'd had a successful career and I started. Uh, our business and I, I was doing that transition phase and I found that I, I actually started saying to people when I was meeting them they say hey, what, what do you do I said well I'm leading a bit of a double life at the moment and it immediately created intrigue well, what does that mean I thought I was like I, I don't know Batman or something I was like no 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 I, and I was explaining that what my career was and then the business that I'd started and, and that entire process but um I, I, you know, enthusiasm w wins the day. I just absolutely love what I do. It excites me so much, but um, I just talk to people about it. And then I find that they go to tell their friends. I've had people connect with me, come through our website saying, hey, I was chatting to my friend such and such, and they said I should connect with you because they, and, and I've gained investors through, through, um, through those means just because I talk enthusiastically. I just, you know, I mentioned it earlier. Add value. Talk. I, yes. I've helped people. They've become clients and investors. Where they've asked me for help. I didn't know whether they um, had capital to invest or not. I'm just like, hey, look, real estate's a really cool industry. One of the things I've found is that I've had so many people help me to get me uh, to where I am today. I, if I can help anyone else, that's you know, that's completely within my nature. And then it turns out that they, whilst they're wanting to do some stuff in real estate themselves, they have big capital reserves that they want to invest in developers and through just no assumption and just adding value and, and you know we, we said this earlier just uh, by being a good human being helping people out relationships come so it's really important but getting to the front of the room making sure that people know who you are what you do what um, what you can do to help them or what you're looking for it's really cool you know the saying it's not what you know it's who you know that is completely obsolete it's who knows you. And by getting to yeah. the front of the room, that's how you expand your network at a much, much greater pace. And people understand what it is you do. You, you then have people coming to you. It's a much easier, um, a much easier process. And it's enjoyable. Once you get over that hurdle of speaking publicly, it's really cool. It's fun. Now you love it, don't you? I know. You speak all over the place. And I mean, certainly at your event, you speak at uh, many property events, and that gives you that exposure. You don't know who's sitting in the room, right? You mentioned that before. You don't know who's sitting in the room. You and I have both spoken in front of thousands of people. And so, it, 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 sure, it takes a little bit of getting used to. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that it was easy at the very beginning. But once you get started on that, you're like, hey, you know what? I can do this. And sometimes overcoming that fear of, of um, doing what is uncomfortable always helps in terms of us you know, getting outside that norm that we're used to, right? Being that comfort zone. And I think that that's what you've, you've done and you've done tremendously, right? Is being able to, you know, actually, you know, speak and, and, and you're such a great speaker. Like you're an amazing speaker, right? You have so much to share. You're authentic. You're everything we've talked about, you know, the authenticity, the, the caring, the compassion, the honesty, the integrity, you carry all that in terms of, and, and just being that person in front of the room also is, is huge. So being an organizer like you do and not having, not thinking, Hey, you know what, what do, what do I get out of it? Sometimes it's not about that. And that's, that's the thing. If, if we go into every relationship thinking, what are we going to get out of it? 
then that's not a very good relationship, right? I've, 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 I've always believed very, very strongly in that. Lift people up, help give them a helping hand, right? But at the same time, uh, you know, one of my mentors have always said this to me. Have you, tr have you ever tried to push a string, right? It all like zigzags. You can't push a string, but you can pull a string. So it's up to us to, and it aligns, right? When you pull a string, it aligns. So, you know, when he said that to me, it is you, you helping somebody makes all the difference in the world, right? Because when they, when they need you and you're able to be there for them, even when the comments, the concerns, the things that you say don't always, aren't always the things that they always want to hear, what's on the surface, that is memorable to them, right? And that sharing that, that, that honesty, whether it's in front of room, one-to-one, -one, building those relationships and networking means being that person that people can rely upon. And that makes all the difference in terms of the, the relationships, the bond um, that gets built between two parties. That's something huge. Absolutely, Peter. And the, 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 the crazy thing is just between you and I over the last four weeks us doing this, I've made new connections. People have contacted me. I've had telephone meetings, Zoom meetings with them. Um, it just by us chatting, people go, hey, I didn't know yeah. of you before. And so um, you're now exposed to my wider network and vice versa. Yeah. And it's just really cool. I've met some amazing people just from doing these events. You know, we're spending half hour, 40 minutes. This is the fourth time. So small investment of um, time, thoroughly enjoyable. I wouldn't miss it for the absolute world. And a byproduct, which wasn't even um, you know, the intention, is I've got new connections. And it, it's, it's phenomenal. It's, it, it's the, it cements what I've just explained, talking publicly. And through you know, a number of Zoom or similar platform meetings that I've um, done in the last four, four and a half months because of COVID, I've done exactly that. Even though there's, um, they're online, you can get to the front of the room, add value not only to the participants, but also... Yeah show value to the organizer of the event as a result of, of i've actually just recently in the last 24 hours been shortlisted to uh, a best contributor to another network that i've been a part of they've actually put me in contact with some really high level people just from me adding value to these events so just yeah. uh, it's been selfless it's adding value of yeah, course yeah. you're getting um there's benefit from being a part of the event as well but you know, no intention. You know, so you need to connect me with these people. It's just, hey, look, I want to be able to um, add value and share opinions and, you know, just help you along and, and be cool as part of your event. And it's, it's paid dividends. So um, just keep, put yourself out there is, is, is yeah. my view. Fantastic. Well, Richard, again, that 40 minutes, as you say, goes by so fast. <laughs> and we're already at the end of that 40 minutes. And we, we, you know, as a matter of fact, the, the, these times where I get to communicate with you and, and get to hear from everybody, it's tremendous. It's amazing. But thank you guys for joining us today. This is like we say, this is our fourth one. And next week is going to be our last, unfortunately, our last. But, you know, for the time being, where we just talk all things property, where you and I just sort of, you know, you know share our guts and, and our, our feelings as to real estate and things that, you know, hopefully can be adding to the value of those listening and, and, and also for you and I. So next week, we're going to join you guys same time uh, on the same channel. So we're going to number of different places that are posted. We're going to talk about, um, you know, how, what's moving forward, right? You know, in, in business of real estate, everything. We're going to give a, an all round wrap up 
um, as to where we the future might be, you know, how we're how we see things planning out, vice versa, also as you know, building real estate as a business. So we're gonna talk about all those things and we'll wrap that in 40 minutes of of of, of next week. How does that sound, Richard? Any final thoughts? It sounds amazing, Peter. I absolutely can't wait. Uh, just uh, before I hand back to you, quick parting thought from, from me. So building great relationships is no different from investing in property. The best time to start was 20 years ago. Second best time is today. Absolutely. So guys, thank you very much for joining us. It's a pleasure. Richard, I love you, man. All the way halfway across the world. I'm, I miss you. I want to see you. I want to hug you. Right. Because, man, I, I just, you know, human interaction. I mean, you know, Zoom is amazing, but I'll, I'll see you in London real soon. So stay Look safe. To it. Peter, thanks. Love you, Thank man. You guys. See you next week. All right, man. Cheers.